Hello and welcome to this episode of Replay Game, where we look at tabletop role-playing games from every side of the table. I'm Laser Enlo, and I'm going to be a player and the rules lawyer. Hi, I'm Emma, and I'm going to be uh, GMing for Lasers and Feelings. I'm Anish, and I'm going to be playing today. I'm Tori, and I'm also going to be playing today. I'm Michael, and I, too, am going to be playing today. For people tuning in for the first time, this is the first part of the three-part structure of the podcast, the read portion. But we won't just be reading. We'll be walking through the character creation process of an RPG that we've selected for this week, talking through the rules as we go. This will then be followed up by later episodes where we play through a one-shot with the characters we've made and then reflect on the system. Feel free to listen to whichever of these interest you and feel free to skip whichever ones don't. Today, we're going to be looking at Lasers and Feelings, a one-page RPG designed by John Harper. As a bit of a background on the game, it is an RPG that was designed back in, I believe, 2013, and it was initially a tribute to uh, a song and album by the uh, band The Double Clicks. Uh, the song and album both being called Lasers and Feelings. Uh, if you haven't listened, I, I don't think we'll be able to put in a soundbite of it, but it's a really good... Uh, it's cute. It's cute, and I would recommend listening. Could you sing listening. a little? Uh, yeah, um, it's something like, you've got, you've got lasers. lasers and I've got feelings. It's like a, there's a lady in love with an evil billionaire who's trying to explode the war with lasers, and she's trying to convince him not to. It's kind of good. The, you've got lasers! <laughs> It's a theater kid in a podcast. It's, it's it's kind of the uh has anyone listened to like Jonathan Colton? Yes. The Jonathan Colton. Like, I love who, Jonathan Colton. Who wrote like the the Portal songs, like the the ones yeah, 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 sings yeah. and a Portal and Portal oh. too. I loved him. He's got a kid, song that's yeah. all that, that's covered by a band. This is going off tangent, but like it's a it's a band I like called I Fight Dragons. They did a cover of mm of a song called the future soon it's kind of a genre of like nerd rock sort of vibe yeah. where like that that's one that one's more from the perspective of the evil guy who's like if i don't get to date you then i'm gonna become evil and blow honestly those two songs feel like a pretty good yeah, like pairing like a conversation the future soon oh, yeah, by jonathan uh, colton and lasers and skull crusher mountain the double clicks we're now a, Is that a song that a jonathan? band reviewing yeah podcast. yeah let, i don't care about the because i i love because jonathan RPGs. colton was in uh was in Adventure Quest Worlds as a as a thing when I was a kid, and I loved that. What is that? <laughs> Adventure Quest. MMO. Oh, RPG. cool, cool, cool. Adventure yeah. Quest. Go yeah, we talk about all kinds of RPGs, ads. including MMO RPGs. Anyway, uh, uh, it's a very uh, yeah, it's based on that song and album, sort of in concept. Uh, it's actually, I think, credited as a tribute RPG to that to to the double clicks on the on the page. Uh, it is a very streamlined RPG system and one of the most notable in, uh, instances of the one-page genre, like the one we played before, the Barbie RPG that, that Emma designed, of course. Uh, but it has, as we know, spawned many similar games in the decades since it's been created, including uh, a lot of Grant Howitt games. Grant Howitt, who we based um, the High Barbie RPG, or Emma based the High RPG, high barbie rpg off of and honey heist is one of grant howitt's big ones that's oh. i believe directly a ha hack of uh have you played honey heist michael love honey heist yeah honey heist is oh my awesome. god honey heist it's is, I so believe, fun 
I, I haven't looked into Honey Heist a lot, but I think it's it's a literal lasers and feelings hack. Um, so there's there's lasers and feelings has been around for a while, and John Harper has designed a bunch of other games too. That and and you'll be able to see the DNA if you've played them, like Blades in the Dark, uh, John Harper, and also I mean we as a group have played Scum and Villainy, which is a hack of Blades in the Dark of that system. So a lot of these mechanics, while stripped down, will feel fairly familiar to us. But anyway, the, the, John Harper encourages when in in creating this encourages the hacking of it, which is taking the system and taking the page and making it your own, uh, where you can have the existing rules as a sort of framework, even if that's like building off of it or literally just changing the words. Like I believe, I believe Honey Heist the stats are uh, bear and or bear and crime or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so this whole game is based on the, it's centered around the two key stats, which are lasers and feelings. Uh, and both of those stats are determined by one number that the player selects for their character from two to five. Uh, two, I believe, being close. I don't remember which one's closer to which side, actually, off the top of my head. I believe two is closer to lasers. High number, uh, better at lasers. Low yeah, number, okay, better at wrong. feelings. Yes. So two two is more of a feeling character. Five is more of a lasers fe- uh, character, which, I mean, ties a lot into the song because it is very much, you know, cold and calculating versus emotional or, or like more compassionate. Uh, empathetic, compa- compassionate. Yeah. So it's very interesting to see that that combined with the fact that this RPG itself is very inspired by a lot of. Uh, and in, in terms of Star Trek. Yeah. So like it, lasers is Spock and feelings is McCoy. Who's the doctor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Then where would you I place? used to think I might be bad now on. <laughs> that's funny because that's that's not like the main ship of of Star Trek, but it is a ship. Where it's would you put Kirk on the on the lasers to feelings? Well, what people say about Star Trek usually is um, that Spock is the brain of the ship, McCoy is the heart of the ship, and then Kirk is the soul. Okay. So mm-hmm. I put Kirk pretty in the middle because he is obviously an emotional man Mm -hmm. um and a very compassionate man but he's also a like master strategist 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 yeah yeah Yeah. like he's the best at chess like he beats spock regularly and the alien with the fucked up forehead what is he on the ship that's so he's a klingon he's from the next gen his name is warp and That's Admiral Akbar. He's no. He's, um, he's a, a like fighting strategist. So Klingons are um, think of them is like the the Sparta of space. They're a very oh like God. honor in fighting, honor in in battle. One of us needs to be a Klingon. Yeah. So that would be very very much feelings because it's um, like all about honor and battle. Yeah, and so the reason we're talking about Star Trek so much is because this game definitely, in theme, like the mechanics are, you know, they, they fit right into it, but it, in theme, it's, it looks, it seems very inspired by Star Trek and sort of that. that. When I rolled for the storyline of this one, I had a moment where I was like, oh no, this is just an episode of Star Trek that I know, and I had to change it. So yes. I mean, with the amount we've watched, well, I guess Michael has a decent amount of Star Trek under his belt, so maybe he would be able to call you out on it. But yeah, um, yeah it, it, it has a lot, of, a lot of influence from that. So 
Jumping into it, we've got Emma, who is going to be GMing our one shot today. Uh, sorry, next week. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little peek behind the um, So if you want to read the sort of like premise before we get into character creation, the little introductory paragraph oh, there. Sure, I'm going to pull it up here. Cause okay, it. yeah, because it's got, that's sort of the setting for it, which is pretty is pretty tied to this game. If you, you can change the setting around if you like, but that sort of goes into hacking territory anyway, so... Yeah. But it can't be applied. Anymore. So you are the crew of the interstellar scout ship Raptor. Your mission is to explore uncharted regions of space, deal with aliens, both friendly and deadly, and defend the consortium worlds against space dangers. Captain Darcy has been overcome by a strange psychic entity known as something else, leaving you to fend for yourselves while he recovers in a medical pod. Um, yes. So, so this is very much is like not only a specific setting, but also kind of sends you into a specific scenario, which uh, is kind of in line with a bit of John Harper's other RPGs. He has one called um, Lady Blackbird that's set in the sort of wild. It's it's called like a series of games in the wild blue yonder setting. This is I, this is tangentially related, I guess, but it is John Harper's sort of style. And it's like that one has pre-selected characters. So it's very interesting to have like, this is a very specific yeah. RPG. Which, something that's not in this um, build, but is something that I'll probably want to do as we talk about character creation, is, yes, Captain is out of commission, right? Captain is in the medical pod. Um, there's definitely a, like, first mate. There's definitely going to be someone who's in charge. They're probably not, you know fully comfortable in that position, more comfortable in first mate, but I'd like to kind of figure out the crew hierarchy as we build our party. Mm -hmm. Question, who is the consortium? Yeah, so- Is it pronounced consortium? Oh, maybe. Well, the only, I recognize the word because that's what a group of octopi are called. <laughs> that's fun. So then, in Star Trek, um, there's essentially an, oh gosh, am I, is it the Federation? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Federation. So in Star Trek, it's like the the humans and aliens that have come together and like said, we're all going to be chill. So the consortium or the consortium. Let's see. Let me let me, um, let me play the pronunciation. Consortium. The consortium is like the the group that is in one corner of the galaxy that are exploring the rest and they reach out and invite people to join and, and correct me if i'm wrong star trek is kind of like they've sort of created a pretty peaceful society right De absolutely yeah. on earth yeah like super yeah. super peaceful um so the opposite of star wars yeah and what's really fun about the multiple series of star trek is that you see the universe develop like in the original series klingons are um pretty at odds with humans there's a lot of rumbles and then in next gen you're skipping a lot of time and now there's a klingon on the bridge like now they mm -hmm. um have you know brokered a piece and they're all hanging out now so that's pretty fun to see so there's no yeah. like big bad in star trek it's like an anthology of different adventures yeah. oh okay there, there's like in in the original series klingons come up multiple times but it's like political issues you know like it's not like differing ideology entity yeah got you oh okay i mean there's like 
The Borg. The Borg. The Borg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's next yeah, gen. Yeah, the though. Borg is like big bad. The Borg's but, pretty yeah. bad. They're like cyborg hive mind that's trying to assimilate everyone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Assimilate. When I was working in the- <laughs> I'm thinking exterminate from Doctor Who. <laughs> when I was working in the Playmakers costume shop, they were like making a Borg. That's so cool. Um, I don't for remember. What? It, was, it was for like a museum or something. It was like an exchange thing. It was pretty cool. That is um, Anyway. But yeah, most of what Star Trek deals with is like weird shit on the corner, like further out than they've ever seen before. So it's like unknown- bizarre life forms or like weird they're not magical they're it's like supposed to be scientific but like weird um phenomena go cool so let's jump into character creation uh we'll walk uh, i kind of have a character in mind that i know some of us have probably may, maybe come into it with ideas i've got one that i've kind of already created and i can walk through as we also um also talk about it so the character I've created is not, um, I, I don't know if it's entirely typical of the setting, but I kind of had the idea and wanted to, wanted to, uh, do it. Can I? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, so the things that we're looking at is a style of character. That's more of like an attitude or a attribute that people would recognize you for. And then the roles, which is what you do on the ship. The role that you do on the ship does not have to be the only thing you do on the ship. For example, because we talked about this, because your character yeah, has I very was, interesting. I was going to go stuff. like step through step by okay, step. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, so style for the character, like Emma, it's 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 that can be literally anything. And also, there's not really party balance in this game. I don't, I don't think that's intended. So literally, we could all be this all of one thing or all of a different thing. Um, and and these don't even have mechanical things. It's more flavor and stuff. Uh, well, should I describe the character and then go through it one by one? Sure. Well, that's why I was going to go through. Yeah, you can, first. you can keep doing it. Um, what I'm saying with the roles and your role is like your job on the ship, but you also can do other stuff. For example, Lieutenant Ahura on the Starship Enterprise is the communications person. Like she sits at the helm and she is reaching out and building these communications. She is also a singer and has multiple times like entertained people oh my god that happens in the show um likewise like sulu he is um a pilot he works on the bridge and pilots the ship but he also is a botanist and like just takes care of plants so like you don't have to you what is most important to you doesn't have to be your job but then you have to pick a job because they wouldn't have just a singer on the ship because it's a spaceship and roles are tight, you know? So with that premise, <laughs> the character I created is named Miss Fire, um, <laughs> who is sort of more of a, like, has, has uh, does a little bit of performing, uh, perhaps akin to like, like, like dresses up uh, in very fun, extravagant. extravagant outfits and makeup, perhaps akin to sort of a, a drag-like thing. Um, and uh, has does dances with like a a gun, <laughs> um, and like like have have any of you seen like the Hatsune Miku or like like sort of the MMD videos where like they're dancing with a gun and it's like oh have I and they like fire the gun. <laughs> it's kind of like Miku. It's kind of like that. So like a dance that like also involves involves a gun, but she has no idea how to actually use a gun, and it is a real gun. So like phaser. 
Yeah, and they're all phase like like we do get phasers, and that that's part of this. Phasers to so that's why the name Misfire kind of comes into it. What did he say? Say that again. I said set phasers to stun. Let's go set phasers to feelings. Well, because like you're stunning. Oh, exactly. That was fantastic. That's the tagline for her, I guess. Um, So anyway, (laughs) yeah, she's got she's got sort of a very uh, futuristic but flamboyant vibe. So what's your style? So the style I thought that made sense with that was hot shot. I mean, it could also be dangerous because dangerous Dangerous is really funny. Dangerous, like literally dangerous and that she does not know how to use the gun that is part of her act. (laughs) So. I mean, hot shot though. I don't know. I feel like she's not as much a hot shot. I want to say dangerous a little bit. Dangerous is funny. Um, and again, if if you if any of these are in line with the character idea you guys had, uh, it's fine because it like this mechanically does not change anything. Um, but it's more it helps you with role playing and stuff. So then that's that's step one is choosing a style and the all those sort of options. Uh, I feel like are pretty pretty self explanatory. Uh, two choose a role. This is their role on the ship. So that you might think this character is a bit out of place. In my head, she, uh, of the options, it made more sense, the most sense for me, for her to be an envoy, um, sort of a, like a diplomat, diplomat sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. And maybe like has experience, like interacting with people, uh, and talking to people and, we had a we had a talk about where where she, like how she could be on it. I don't know. I won't go too in depth with it, but but envoy makes the most sense for that because, yeah, that that's 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 sort of what I had in mind. Three is where you choose the number, which in her case, uh, I believe she is as lit like not as not lasers as you could possibly be. So I'm gonna say a uh, two. Cool. So she's very she's all about feelings, which in this indicates uh if you're better at feelings you know that that covers stuff like intuition diplomacy seduction wild passionate action feel like that that applies to what i'm what i'm talking about versus lasers being technology science cold rationality calm precise action and just to reiterate the mechanic for that i would call for a feelings roll (coughs) and you would roll and if you rolled above a two then you succeed that's simplified we'll get into more and then if i called for a lasers roll you would have to roll below a two to succeed so that's that's how those like numbers work and uh meeting the number is a success it's like a special success called laser feelings um okay and then i kind of did step four first which was give your character a cool space adventure nickname like sparks mcgee or something so (laughs) that's my name yeah that's (laughs) michael sparks mcgee yeah, so that's my character. That's an example character. So if anyone would like to jump in with their character stuff, please do. Yeah, does anyone have an idea? Anisha, I feel like you've been wanting to go. I, You said my original idea was for a somewhat envoy-like character, but it can be translated to a different type of There feeling. can be multiple envoys. Yeah. We can all be envoys. If that is the case. Yeah, that's can honestly we... fine, yeah. Truly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, my idea was for a communications type officer who is pretty much like a diplomat throughout space uh, because she is the uploaded intelligence of the universe's version of Taylor Swift. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay, cool. Cool, cool. 
Think about it like this, right? Taylor Swift, god as she is, will have to die eventually. But if you could take her brain, everything that makes Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, her, scan it, turn it into a program, and then upload it into like an Android's body, you could have Taylor Swift with auto-tune who will never die. Okay, so you're an Android envoy. It yes. sounds like what? So are you, are you, do you have are you like an AI voice sort of thing? So like you come up with songs, like original songs too. Yes. Okay. Um, but people people recognize uh, Taylor Swift wherever she goes throughout the world. So I think it'd be interesting yeah. at the very least um, to see to see and use that clout for diplomacy purposes. Well, honestly, that's also great because one of the best things about Star Trek in any circumstance is when they're like, the like, we should consult the greatest philosophers of history, like Socrates and Aristotle and Blorbo from the next galaxy. Like they always do like real people and then one random alien name. It's like the idea that like Taylor Swift is is like the comms on this ship would be rad. Do you have a physical form? Yes, it is okay, cool. uh, a, a robot type body of some kind. That, that looks like Taylor Swift? That looks like Taylor Swift. Excellent. Okay. What's your number, your digits? Here's, here's where I'm at, right? Because, again, you could take the idea of uploaded intelligence and, like, make it into anything. Like, you could play a scientist who is a brilliant engineer and uploaded himself before, you know, he died. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's so funny to to straddle the line between science and reason. So maybe a character arc for this character can be like, I'm definitely not Taylor Swift. Wow. But I'm sort of halfway in between. So I'm going to say four. Four. So you're more towards lasers, but in the middle. Yes. Like, cool. she presents a very... Feelingsy, you know, feelingsy thing, but mm. in the inside, it's all metal. Wow! And then, do you have a fun nickname? Oh my god, this is the part I didn't think about. If you don't, um, we can come back. To yeah, that. I'll Spark just write you Taylor for now. For T S. <laughs> Taylor's Smith. version. T- Taylor's, Taylor's version 2.0. That's or so something. funny. That's really good. <laughs> I can. Can we do with that? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> We're about to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just call it T2. T2! T2! Like the T2, Terminator. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, T2S2. Yeah. <laughs> That's wow. fun. That's what we call um, when we have train one and train two where I work. And uh, on the radio, they go, T2, leaving the station. So now I'm going to think about that. Taylor Swift. T2, going through the bridge and making the wolf sound. Yeah. <laughs> um, excellent. All right. Who else got has ideas? Why don't you um, go, Michael? Because I'm stuck between two. Okay. Uh, my idea. So as a style, like a general appearance, I'm going to be this little weird alien creature. Um, that's kind of like, uh, you know, talking about, uh, you know, Sebulba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my idea is kind of like. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, I my idea is like kind of this small little alien creature with you know this kind of uh, like spiky like back type thing, like very like chitinous kind of like uh, shelled exterior. Um, who is like this really great like pilot, like you know like really great like knows uh, knows how to like fly incredibly well, but is kind of unhinged. Um, and uh, my idea for the name, the name of the, uh, uh, he will be named Banjo. Um, in his off time uh, from piloting, he's also really good at drums. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and so, yeah, so like Banjo's this like little teeny, um, like very, like, uh, like short armed, um, like, well, I guess kind of like prehensile, like, well, not prehensile doesn't work, but like kind of like extendo armed uh, creature uh, that like can, like, oh, has like four, uh, that can use interchangeably arms and legs as feet. Cool. As, as hands, I mean. Um, so like able to control like all of the, all of the different things uh, separately. Uh, and then number, this is what I was split on. Cause I'm like, I feel like, like for piloting the ship. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for piloting the ship, um, <laughs> would, would lasers be better for piloting the ship? I think it just depends on how you pilot. Yeah, it depends. Like if you're going like a more like Luke Skywalker approach, that could be more of a feeling feel it like pray to God and, and let it happen. But also you could be cold. You could be calculating about it. I, I feel I feel like feeling like going more towards the feelings would be fun. So I'm going to say I kind of want to go for a one, but I'm going to say two. You can't you can't, you can't, can't do, do one. one. It's you only can't two. I'm going to say two. Cool. It's a two. So so yeah yeah Banjo, Banjo's a two he just he he Banjo he, he trusts he trusts in the heart of the ship so true okay so remind me recap T two are you more lasers or more feelings I am more uh, you're lasers. a four right I'm a four four so we've got one okay so my two ideas basically one would be like shrimpy whiny um, you know perhaps a Morty type character. Um, and then my other one would be like a more android. My favorite thing about this one would be the name. I would be Ak Ak Chuli, and it would be kind of like a very knowledgeable. Yeah, pushes up is, glasses. <laughs> right, right. That like I'm um, actually emoji. Um, the thing is, I, I like that. I'm not super knowledgeable on the Star Trek world, so that I would sounds just be, like data. Which that would fit. Is, yeah, like well, Commander Data. Yeah. Data was the name of the character in. Oh, the, then that, yeah, that's, that's Commander Data. They did a great okay, job. Okay, yeah. Um, I, w what if what if it's like your your facts are old and you get outdated. stuff wrong all the time? Misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <if> I, <laughs> okay, that works for me. So I'll be Android. Cool. And. So we have one human. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> Which this is very fun. Um, I'll be an android scientist. Cool. Love it. Does that fit? Yes. And, then... and Spock is technically like the scientist. He's the first Got mate, you. and he's just like that's his real title thing. Um, Spockshally. Uh, and so I'll go, <laughs> thank you. Um, I'll go closer to, <laughs> to lasers. I'll go for a four cool. and yes, the name will be, is there already a character in the universe named 
Akak or did I or no? No. You know who that is? That's that. Um, it's a really old seventy movies where the the aliens come down and they're like Akak, Akak. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'll look it up. So we've got a four lasers, android okay. scientist. Truly? Yes. And I'm gonna suggest. Just, just with the knowledge that I have, we're all great. Um, but I'm going to suggest that you being an android, you be an android like Data is, where you're uh, like you look uncanny valley, not human, but like a human. I look like a human. Yeah, but like a little different. Like you don't sweat. Okay, okay. You know, because um, that's how, like. Star Trek has a lot fewer droids. It's okay. the androids, like, yeah, send send a, a data picture. Data's just kind of, like, sparkly a little bit. He's a, He looks like a guy, but he has white eyes, and, like, there's no warmth to his skin, so he's just, like, pale, pale white. Jesus. Yeah. I could imagine also the Taylor Swift bot looking a lot, like, That's looking literally terrifying. like Taylor Swift, but having, like, that kind of skin, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Got that you. would be so scary. Um, by the way, the movie I'm talking about is called Mars Attacks, is when they come Mars down and they go, hack, hack. Anyway. Mars needs moms. And as a side note, um, one of my favorite drag performers on Dragula, Eva Destruction, brought out an ack attack for um, icons of horror and went home on that look. It was actually crazy because they called the other competitor's name so I thought that Eva was safe. And then they dropped Eva, like, as a, as a troll. And you go through, like, a trap door when you get... It's terrifying. Bruh. Anyway, <laughs> spoilers. So, whatever. I had a visual, visual reaction to the egg egg. Hello, thank you for listening to the episode. Uh, I'm just jumping in here again to talk about the usual stuff. First up, uh, we had a lot of fun playing this game, and we hope that you can too, if you'd like to. So uh, you can find it as a free PDF online at johnharper.itch.io, where you can also find plenty of his other incredible games like Blades in the Dark, Lady Blackbird, and a whole lot more. Uh, you can also support him on a more regular basis, if you'd like, on his Patreon, which is patreon.com slash johnharper. He makes some seriously good games, so I highly recommend that you check them out. We'll likely be even returning to them ourselves on this podcast because he's just made so many cool ones. So yes, thank you to John Harper for making and letting us play this game. Uh, once again, we are always looking for more games to play, though, so please reach out at our email if you've got any ideas. Our email is readplaygamepod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also reach out to any of our social media accounts, which should be the same thing, uh, without the at gmail.com. Uh, even our TikTok, which we've just recently created, so if you haven't followed that, go ahead and follow us there. We're going to be posting fun clips from the show. Uh, I follow the account. And I personally love the content, so two thumbs up from me. Uh, the last thing I wanted to mention is that starting next month, which would be February, we're going to change our schedule a little bit. Uh, we're still going to be recording a Read Play game episode 
for every month. And our goal is to have a game per month, but that's going to mean that we're probably going to skip the last week of most months. So we're just going to do read, play game episode and the last week will be off. Uh, unless the game requires a little more time, if there's like multiple sessions required, then we might end up having four parts, but generally we're going to stick to three, uh, which we think will be more sustainable for us, for you. I mean, who can keep up with something releasing every single week? So yes, uh, that won't be in place until February because we wanted to front load with a, a bunch of episodes when, when we launched the show so that we could have back-to-back-to-back uh, -back -to -back stuff. But this was uh, this was our original plan in the first place to have the, the three per month anyway. So yes, thank you so much for listening once again, and let's jump back into the episode so you can keep listening. I know I said party balance wasn't that important, but I we this is fine. Okay, I, I was consider. I mean, I could shift to like a three, maybe. Oh, I, I think, think it's fine. fine. Yeah. Do we not think, need like a medic? Like, do we take damage in this game? You take damage, um, or you don't. Yeah, take you don't damage, really. But like, you could get hurt. All right. But there's also there would definitely be a medic on board. Like you're not out a medic you know gotcha, like you could gotcha. call okay help or we have a machine that heals us because that's star trek that is the uh the medical pod that the captain is in oh like among us like yeah. med bay? <laughs> like among us yeah absolutely okay so now the next part is we as the players get to collectively create the ship together um, and we decide who the imposter is yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a group pick two strengths for the raptor we get to choose either uh, fast, nimble, well-armed, powerful shields, superior sensors, cloaking device, or fighter craft. And to clarify, just in case, the raptor is the name of the ship. Yes. Yep. We do not and also have an awesome raptor, velociraptor, no. as part of our team. Yeah, that is not one and of the listed Does anyone strengths. want any, like, explanation on any of these or how they might be useful? I don't know what's helpful to the listeners. Like, should we read out the styles or do they have access to this? Like, I think we just... I, I think the it's... Uh, we're we're going to, like, post the link to the PDF yeah. and stuff. Mm -hmm. Word. One thing I would love to know is how is this actually going to come up in the game, uh, if at all? So, the way... Okay. I, I'm trying to talk about this without knowing what I have rolled for the circumstances of this one. So I'm just gonna talk about different Star Trek episodes. Some of them are entirely contained on the Enterprise. A lot of them are like, they're on the Enterprise and something's happening and they have to like evade, they have to move. That's something they have to do. Um, most of them that are not on the Enterprise, it's like the Enterprise is docked above a planet and there's communication between the ship and those on the planet. So there's some interaction there. Um, for example, like if you're in a tight spot, the ship should be nearby so that they can beam you up. And mm. if, if they're not nearby, they can't beam you up. That's like a thing, like they need to have your coordinates. You need to have communication with them. So there's, there's instances where like a magic thing transports them really far away. And then like, they can't, they can't get access to the ship. Um, 
I would not want to, since we are creating a ship, I would not create a circumstance where you cannot do something with that ship. You know what I mean? Like the ship will be mm. present in the story. Yeah, that, that's what I was also going to say is that it. I think it kind of just more frames, like shapes the narrative that is going to end up happening. Right. Like, like yeah. I, th- I think it's less about mechanically what's going to happen, more like what the conflict might end up yeah. being. For example, because we pick two strengths and then a problem too. So I imagine the problem could help create a conflict and the the we, we could bring up the, the other things in the yeah. circumstance. And I also want to say, because you're right that these are mostly for flavor, but I think they do go into roles because if you have expertise, if you have um, time to plan, then you get to roll mm-hmm. extra dice. So I imagine the expertise is like the jobs you have or who you are. Yeah. yeah. Banjo is our pilot, so perhaps he has a perspective. Yeah, what you want. Oh, um, hmm. I, of of the, of the, of the positives, like the strengths, I'm not entirely, I feel like nimble would be good. Uh, like being able to evade and like, you know, move quickly, like around, like fat, fast seems, fast seems good, but I feel like nimble, like, you know, if we're locked in, like being able to like dodge and avoid um, shots and stuff, I think is important. Um, so I think nimble is good. Um, aside from that, I don't have like a super, um, I guess it depends on like whether we want to be a ship that's like sneaky or be a ship that's, um, like good in combat. Cause like good in combat, I feel like nimble and like, what's the difference between fighter craft and like well-armed? That's a great question. That is a great question. Maybe one is more about taking damage. Well, also there's also powerful powerful I mean, shields. powerful shields, yeah, because it's like <laughs> it's whatever. Like maybe firecraft is just better in like designed for battle, whereas if we're not a fighter craft, we're more like just you know, uh, yeah. like and an exploration. You know what? I bet it's I bet it's a fighter craft gives you both. I think well armed and powerful shields, but people are going to recognize that you're a fighter craft. Uh, I bet that's, that's it. A, like that's a that's a good compromise because a huge thing with Star Trek is that they are diplomats. Like they mm-hmm. usually are trying to find a more, they don't go into things fighting, but if you're a fighter craft, you're a fighter craft. I, I think based on the fact that we have two people who are envoys, I do feel like we could do something that's less uh, like, like, I don't think we would want to be a fighting fighter craft. Right, Maybe we right. should pick something yeah. like powerful shields or cloaking device for the sake of our. Yeah. 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 I feel, I feel like nimble is good for, Nimble is good for if we like get into something so we can like get out of it. Um, but yeah, I think pa- uh, cloaking device or powerful sh- or superior sensors for like being able to know if there's like that could also be good. And I want to just clarify sensors in this world. Um, like they can be anything from there's something on the horizon, horizon in quotes coming up. It can also be we're on top of a planet scan for life forms and it tells you how many life forms there are on the planet. So like there's a lot of uses for sensors. I'm pro powerful shields or superior sensors. I don't know what where, what other people feel. Um, sensors make sense to me. Let's do sensors. Nimble and sensors. Yeah, sounds good. Go. Cool. I also realized we skipped over Oh, the character goal. I totally didn't yeah. even see that. So oh, yep. uh, <laughs> what, 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 what we should note is that our characters all have a consortium uniform. 
a sweet, super sweet space phone camera communicator scanner thing with universal translator and a variable beam fa uh, phase pistol, which is set to stun usually, which means that we can change that. Um, what is the other option? Kill? Kill. I think yeah. there's others too, but let me pull it up. <laughs> um, Kill. And then there's the player goal, get your character involved in crazy space adventures to try to make the best of them. The reason we play. Okay. Yeah. Real quick. The, the phaser has multiple settings of stun. So it can be like daze them. Um, it can be uh, unconsciousness for a little bit or like out. And then there's also kill. Huh. So then we each choose an individual character goal, uh, which you can choose one or just create your own. I'm going to choose one from the list as an example. Uh, I think of all of these, uh, for my character, it would probably be keep being awesome. You have nothing to prove. I feel like that fits my character. Any of these other ones speak to the three of you? Let's just go in order, yeah? I think uh, Niche was next, yeah. I think the next step in T2's adventure is to find new worlds, to oh. to spread the joy that she brings to the world. Cool. Um, I'm not sure. Part of me is like, I feel like Banjo wants to meet new aliens, like meet different like aliens, because I think that's funny. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, I don't know. Meet new aliens, shoot bad guys, become captain. <laughs> I'm going to say become captain because I feel like that's funny. Cool. Uh, and then I am going to go with prove yourself. And now I'm wondering, could I be like one of the newer recruits on the ship? Cool. Cool. So, yeah, while we're on this, maybe we build the ship first with the reputation and then we can talk a little bit about like hierarchy too but i like uh akak is newer um cool and cool, boy yeah. do i have a lot of ideas of things we could change around here <laughs> <laughs> so we said uh superior sensors and nimble uh for our ship's strengths and now we have to choose a problem which could be fuel hog meaning we always need energy crystals only one medical pod and which captain darcy is currently in uh horrible circuit breakers uh, in battles, they tend to explode on the bridge, or uh, consoles tend to explode on the bridge, or a grim reputation. Captain Darcy did some bad stuff in the past. Well, doesn't Taylor Swift have, like, a song called Reputation or something? Bad Reputation. <laughs> bad re yeah. Let's do that one, right? I was going to say, I was going to say, I feel like that's the one that, like, brings the most interest to me, personally. That one is definitely, I feel like, the more, like background you know like getting a yeah. sense of what the ship has been in the past versus the others i think are more complications for the story so yeah i think that's yeah. really fine because I've, I've never been like a big fan of like like fuel hog where it's like oh like we need to go get like more like eh, yeah feel as interesting i mean i think the the situation of that is gotta be because the starship enterprise stranded on a is stranded like on a planet yeah stranded on a planet yeah, that, like okay. finding alternative yeah, cool. fuel sources like there's lots of things that yep. could happen here but i'm totally fine with grim reputation uh sounds good to me um that's it for like creating things uh although we can't yeah i wanted to talk about um banjo 
with your goal mm. being becoming captain, uh, I think, so we've got two envoys. We've got a newer recruit. Um, how do you feel about a kind of Sulu situation where you're not first mate, but you're like, if the first mate, you're like next in line? So sure, right now the yeah. first mate is acting captain and you're acting as first mate. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. I want to get a sense of, um, yeah, that. And envoys, you you don't have a job job, right? Or you, misfire, do not have a job job. I want to be first mate. You're not first mate. Oh. And you're <laughs> <an> envoy, <laughs> that, that wouldn't work. Um, but Anish T2 is an envoy, but it's more of a permanent person, right? Yes. My idea, maybe, maybe Captain Darcy... Uh, wanted me on Captain board Dawes. to uh, offset the bad reputation, perhaps. Love that. That's so funny. Ah, like, yeah. And now people all over the galaxy are like, oh my god, is T2 with a new guy? And <laughs> lots of lots of speculation happening. Uh, and we don't have a cloaking device, so we do have a very large presence. Love that. Captain Darcy came to you and said, it's me. Hi. Hi. I'm the problem. Aw. Wow. We're um, gonna get sued. We're not playing the music. It's a cover. Um, oh, at some point, in case we ever release the footage of the Zoom call, we have to do the the ship has gotten hit by something and we all <laughs> just shake around. Um, yeah. So I guess we can talk, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the, the play mm -hmm. mechanics. Um, just before we do go into the game, and then we'll, we can jump up. We can talk a little bit about what Emma's character or her, her the GM side that this provides. Uh, but so when we do roll, it is uh, just one d six to find out how uh, how it turns out. But then you can roll up to three based on uh, whether you are prepared. Uh, you, you get one more, and then you get another one if you're an expert at whatever you're doing. Um, so that, that's kind of where the, you know, roles and, 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 uh, style might come in. Uh, and that's sort of, you know, as always a conversation with the GM. So then you roll, roll your dice and compare each, it says compare each die result to your number. And then depending on the number of dice that succeed, that's sort of the flavor of your success. Um, so like we said, lasers, you want to roll under your number. Feelings rolls, you want to roll above your number. If none of your dice succeed, it goes wrong. Uh, if one die succeeds, you barely manage it. Ban barely manage it. Two dice succeed, you do it well. If three dice succeed, you get a critical success. So notably, like if you're just rolling one die, if you are not prepared or an expert in something you're doing, you there will always cannot, be a complication. You cannot get a two or a three unless. Um, uh, if you roll your number exactly, you have laser feelings. You get to you get a special insight into what's going on. Ask the GM a question, and they'll answer you honestly. And then it gives some example questions that you can um, you can ask. I feel and like it counts as a success. Right now, well, maybe I should save this for later. I'll save it for later. I'll save it for the game portion. Um, there's also a way. Uh, technically, I I lied. You can get up to four dice if you want to. You can help people essentially by giving them a die if you want to help someone else who's rolling say how you try to help if you succeed give them one uh and, and you make a roll to help 
which will base on like the same stuff that you base on the other roles. So like prepared or, or uh, expert or whatever. And then if you succeed, you give them plus one D. So you can roll the four dice. Are there questions about the mechanics? Not yet. <laughs> so yeah, that is, that's, it's, it's a, it's a nice and simple mechanic that you really can hack into pretty much anything, which is really, really nice. Cool. So we won't go into what Emma's picking, but just to sort of give an idea of what this game provides, the uh, there's also a table for generating, like Emma's Barbie game, which based on you know several tiers of this, uh, you can generate a threat that wants to do something to an object or person, and then a result of that. So there's several tables that Emma will, will roll a d6 on. And you can, of course, choose whatever you want from the table if something calls out to you. Yeah. Or if you just have an idea for an adventure. It's more, you know, to assist as much as possible because this is the goal is to be a low prep game. Which I'll, I'll talk a little bit about this in my, what's it called? Like behind the screen? I, I don't think we called it I'm that, but that's a fun, that's screen. a really fun name. <laughs> the behind the screen little mini segment. I have already rolled. I rolled for everything, used the rolls. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about that later. But yes, have rolled only using rolls. Not to say that you shouldn't come up with your own stuff, but I wanted to like use all of the resources of the game for mm -hmm. this one. Um, awesome. Okay, so unless there's any other thoughts or concerns, that can be the end of the read ups read section. Cool. I'm pretty pumped. So once again, we're okay. playing. I'm like so excited. We're playing. A, <laughs> I rolled a really fun one. <laughs> we are playing Lasers and Feelings, created by John Harper. Uh, if you are interested in playing it, you can honestly you can Google Lasers and Feelings. It'll probably come up, uh, and there's a free PDF. But uh, specifically, uh, JohnHarper.itch.io, I believe. Uh, he makes games under the uh, one seven design uh, sort of uh, publisher. And so you can go to that website and find many of his games. There's he has created several uh, a ridiculous amount of games and they're all excellent. Uh, so be sure to check those out um, and check relationships and feelings out. But until then, yes, yeah, see you next week. We will see you live long and at prosper. a different side of the table. <laughs> yeah, everyone do the, the live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Wow. This is great for the podcast.